Welcome back to Living Box Free. I'm Ashleen Seitz, and I have a surprise guest co-host with me today. And I'm very, I almost said tonight because it's nighttime and I'm not used to recording <laughs> in the really evening. <laughs> but my friend Corey Tyndall, who you will recognize if you've been around for a while, he did an episode with us on creativity and respecting the creative process. Mm-hmm. So he is here for a couple of episodes to be my co-host. Welcome, Corey. Hello, everyone. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for doing this. So today we are going to talk about accepting help. We're going to start with that. Corey's going to be here hanging out, giving some thoughts, giving some, you know, helping us out. Yeah. Telling us what we need to know about it. Feels very fitting. Yeah. You know, help. Exactly. (laughs) Ashleen is going to uh, sing the song by the Beatles now. I don't (laughs) think so. I don't think that's a thing that's going to happen, but I honestly can't even, now I can't think of it. Help. I need Need somebody somebody help. help. There you go, everyone. Not just anybody. Anybody, yep. (laughs) (laughs) See, I'm not really a, okay, this is a sad thing about me. I'm not really a Beatles fan. I'm not a huge fan of the Beatles either. I don't know a lot of their discography, but I mean, I know a decent amount. You know, because you're a musician, yeah. we're just, we're around yeah. it. So Yeah, we, I mean, I recognize their yeah. stuff. It's yeah. just, I'm not, like, super familiar. Anyway, okay, moving on. We lost a whole bunch of listeners there. We did. Yes, I Beatles know. Beatles fans, sorry. <laughs> well, I think we lost some people when we started singing, and then the other people yeah. <laughs> when we said we were not Beatles fans. <laughs> See, Becky, this is what happens when I co- no. When you leave us alone. <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk about accepting help, but before we do that, because we are sponsored by On The Rise Group... Corey, what's on the rise for you this week? That's great. I love getting to listen to this question every week, and now I get to be part of it. So hey. what's on the rise for me this week? Uh, recently, I got to play at a farmer's market Ooh. with my friend Aaron, and we have a band together called Michigan Road. And that has been on the rise because we're just trying to build some stuff out, get a couple more gigs for this season. So we try to build up our web presence and just do a little bit of marketing. So that's been on the rise for me. Yeah, that's awesome. I have yet to come and see you guys because it's always when I'm doing something else, (laughs) usually CrossFit related. But I'm excited for the day that I get to come and watch and cheer. Yes, I think the stars will align soon. Hopefully if we get more gigs. Throw a dollar bill in your guitar case. Yes. (laughs) Good times. Um, Awesome. Well, on the rise for me, really the last couple of weeks, I've started helping out with some around around the gym tasks. Mm -hmm. And I've found that there are quite a few things that really just need to be attended to. Like just things that, you know... Are the gym owners don't have time to do like yeah. hanging hooks for putting our cords on our extension cords or oh, you know okay. putting up pictures or moving the pictures to more helpful locations yeah things like that so I feel like being a handy woman is on the rise okay. for me um, I start was, a side hustle Ashleen yes. handy woman for hire I mean I don't I don't mind that I don't know if that's the title I yeah. would go with <laughs> no <laughs> but yes. <laughs> I it's kind of fun. I mean, my dad's construction in construction mm-hmm. and a carpenter and, you know, so I enjoy it. Yeah. Especially when it's all different. Like I'm not just hanging the same thing. Yeah. You get to do a variety of yeah, things. It's fun. Yeah. So handy woman tasks. Yes. On the rise for me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, today we are talking about accepting help from others. And yes. as we are going to do in most of these episodes, this series, 
We are going to talk about why does it matter? Why does it matter to help accept help? And then why is it hard? And then what can we do? What can we do better? What can we do differently? Or what can we do just to take some baby steps toward accepting help? Yes. I'm excited. All right. So, Corey, why does it matter? Why does it matter? Man, this is so important. Uh, Because we need each other. We... Man, there's so many things. So a little bit of context and why I actually like kind of floated some ideas of like, what do you want to talk about? So this was one of them accepting help. A little context about me. I'm an Enneagram two. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in some vernaculars, I would be the helper or, you know, like one of those. And so this whole concept of helping and receiving help are things that I am very much acquainted with, <laughs> uh, both the positives and the negatives of it, like giving and struggling to receive help. But I think it's so important because it's like we we're not made to be like self-sufficient and do everything by ourselves. I know that's kind of how the world, especially the Western world markets it like, yeah, you can be your own person and do this by yourself and pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. But the reality is, is like we need each other. We need help from people. And so it's, yeah, it's so important, and you just there's just things in life that you can't do alone. Yeah, I love that. That was very eloquently put. I think my thoughts were very similar of we're made for connection. We're made to help each other. We all have those strengths and weaknesses that mm-hmm. support each other. I mean, even you and I, Corey, we have things that we do together that it's like I provide one thing for yeah. the scenario, and you provide something else, and it's just – it's. It's fun in some ways to be able to provide your strengths to a situation yeah. um, when someone needs them. And then we all go through specific events, circumstances, seasons. We can't all be self-sufficient all yeah. the time. And so sometimes there are just seasons when we need help, and that's okay. And that's good. we can support each other during yeah. those seasons and then go back and forth and have that give and take in our in our friendships and our relationships and our family. And I even think another thing, too, going off of that is... Giving and receiving help is another way that strengthens relationships, too. It's not just like, oh, I'm going to help you accomplish this task. But in us working together, it builds our relationship. It builds community. Like if you're in a community of people and you have, you know, the people that you call like, hey, can you help me like move into my new place? Or can you help me do this big task? Or you walk through a season, like you mentioned with somebody where it's like you just don't have the capacity to do the thing and people come and help you you're building all these like deeper foundations for relationship. Yeah, absolutely. And there's actually even uh, science behind that, which I think is, I love when research lines up with them. Like, (laughs) hey, I've been telling you these things. And look, there's also research. (laughs) Um, There's science that you are actually happier and healthier when you accept help. Mm -hmm. And there's science that, so we'll talk about in a bit, um, like we feel we're worried about inconveniencing people, but it there's actually scientific or, you know, research that says that people are less inconvenienced than we think they are when we ask for help and they feel more valuable than we think they do mm. when we ask them for help. I just think that's fascinating. That is. Because I can be like, oh, I don't want to ask Corey to do yep. th- you know, to help <laughs> me this thing. Whereas when I say, hey, Corey. I would love to have your help on this thing. He feels valuable. Yeah, because it feels like, you know, talking about relationships in some aspects when you're asking people for help, it's like I'm want I want you to 
come and be part of my world. Like yeah. I'm inviting you into this thing that I'm doing. Yeah. It's awesome. All right. So that's why it matters. We're made for connection. It makes us happier. It makes our friends and family happier when we ask for help. Mm-hmm. They get to be part of us accomplishing our goals and our yeah. dreams and getting through things. So that's why it matters. All right. Why is it hard? You want to start with this one? I'm yeah. curious what your thoughts are. Yeah, I'd be happy to. Uh, <laughs> Like I mentioned earlier, this is something that I have navigated through a lot and I have not, you know, conquered it per se, but uh, (laughs) there's been a lot of growth in this for me. But why do we struggle accepting help? I think some of it is just the Western culture that we grow up in where we're just a lot more individualized than other places in the world. And again, just like everything that doesn't that's not inherently negative but there's pros and cons to that and so the big con to that is we feel like i have to do everything myself kind of like you mentioned earlier i feel like i'm inconveniencing people mm-hmm. we get all these false perceptions because we're so focused on ourselves we miss looking at other people and other people who say like I want to help you or like we were just talking about it helps build relationships you get so focused on like well that would be such a a bother to them or that would that would take so much of their time and their energy I can't ask them to do that I I have to figure out a different way to do it myself and I think I think it all comes down to we don't want to impose on other people I think there's an aspect of pride in there too where it feels like if I ask somebody I'm saying that I'm weak yeah um and that's hard. That's hard to process through and to get, you know, get to that realization. But I think those are some of the driving factors. It's like we don't want to inconvenience people. And there's that level of like, well, if someone helps me, then I didn't really prove myself. Right. I didn't really do it. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I mean, those are basically the things that I had written down too. Is like we, that <laughs> mentality of pull yourself up. I mean, you even said mm-hmm. that pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. Like you need to do it yourself for it to matter. And that's yeah. just not true. That's a lie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we want to like try to use our personality and our methods to do something like we think the right way. Whereas if I ask, you know, if I ask for some my roommate for help, she might do it a different way than I would. Yeah. And then suddenly I have to deal with the fact that it might not, like, is that the best way? I don't know. And yeah. then it starts the yep. kind of this, like, ego yep. argument in myself, yeah. um, having asked someone for help. And then I think the biggest thing that comes to my mind is that relying on others feels risky. Mm. Because there's so many options. Like, they could let you down. Yeah. They could say no and disappoint you even if it's really important to you. They could let you down by not really doing the thing or not showing up. Yeah. Um, They could take credit for the thing. I mean, that happens a lot. I know in the mm-hmm. workplace, if you're asking someone for help and they're like, yeah, I did this thing now. Yeah. Instead of we did this thing. Um, And sometimes, like, there's the possibility that they will see you fail. And then you have to deal with that. <laughs> like, yeah. if you're trying to do something, you ask for help and you don't make it. Like, I don't know. I think of all those movies that end in like a big fight or a big um, like dance performance or something where they're trying to win the competition. Yeah. And it's like, we worked so hard. We have to win. Yeah. But what if you don't? What if you didn't, you know, you don't win at the mm-hmm. end and all these people helped you along the way? Does it still matter? So I think we deal with those kinds of questions mm. and... Yeah, like you said, 
not wanting to inconvenience people. But your needs and your emotions matter. Yeah, they do. It this they're just important. And it's not it's not important that you make it all the way on your own. Yeah. It's it culture tells us it is, but it's not. Yep. I I'm just thinking now actually that there's another there's another reason I struggle sometimes and it it is the inconveniencing thing, but it's like Okay. Let me back up. Okay. I <laughs> I struggle asking certain people for help. Mm, yeah. And it's people that are more either A, self-sufficient, like they can get their stuff done by themselves. Yeah. Or B, they have so much going on that I don't want to inconvenience them in that way of like, I know they would love to help, mm-hmm. but I don't want to make them set aside something else. Yeah. So actually, I don't know if she'll listen to this episode, but Becky is one of those people that I struggle <laughs> to ask for help. And I know she wants to help. She yeah. offers help. Yeah. And I do sometimes I'm like, hey, can you do this thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is harder for me just with certain people because she is so self-sufficient. And she gets so much done that I'm like, okay, well, I'm doing like a third of what she's doing. I should be able to handle it. But again, not true. Yeah. It doesn't say something about me. So much as it's just the reality of our personalities. Yeah. And even that perception of feeling like, oh, people are self-sufficient. They have it all together. It's like, as you and Becky have talked about on this show, no one has it all together. Everybody is still figuring out. We all have gaps. We need each other. And so even that perception of seeing that person that feels like, oh, they have it all together. I can't inconvenience them. Well, there's stuff in their life that they don't have all together. And there's still people that they need to ask help for. And, you know, like that might be a personal thing that they have to work out in a different way. But yeah, believing that myth or that lie that there are people there who have like made it or arrived Mm -hmm. and don't need help. I think that's another thing that pushes us away from wanting to ask people for help. Yeah. And I think too, like when you ask people for help, even that feel like they're really busy and that certain type of person who feels self-sufficient I think even for them, that can be a opportunity for them to kind of engage or just think differently about like maybe they're doing all these things and they're like they're constantly busy and somebody in their life who is important to them asks them like, hey, I'm trying to do this thing and I really need some help or it's a hard period in my life and I can't do this. Like in some ways you give that person the opportunity to just it's it's a way like we talked about earlier of like meaningly like building relationship with you because it's like oh they need help with this thing and even though i seem really busy i'm doing all this stuff they reach out to me yeah. like they might be like how hard would that be for them to think to reach out to me and so it's an opportunity even for them for growth yeah absolutely I feel like we both somehow managed to dive into what to do about it as as we were answering the <laughs> why is it hard That was not thing. intentional. <laughs> but we both did it. Yeah. That's just where my mind <laughs> but, goes. But yeah, that's why it's hard, guys. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because we have egos, because we think we should be able to do it ourselves. And so, all right, what can we do? I would say starting with always ask. Always ask yeah. people for help when you feel like you need it. Ask them for their opinions. Ask them for, like, you you can't. You won't know unless you ask. What's that What's that say, phrase? Is it like the answer is always no if you don't ask? Is that what it is? I am honestly blanking That's fine. about what you're That's talking about. That's okay. <laughs> I got the general point across. You can just make something up. It's like it's always no until there's a 
a, sunrise on the <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> the sunrise on the west bay yeah yeah <laughs> all right anyway always ask that's the point here and i would say ask first in a way that communicates how important it is to you um so i'll try to communicate okay it's gonna be totally fine if you say no to this yeah like 100 percent, we'll make it work i'll make it work whatever or um if I feel like I'm going to be disappointed if someone says no, I'll say, I will be disappointed if you say no, but we will be okay. Yeah. You know, it's not like it's going to break my heart, break our relationship. Yeah. Um, and then on the other end of things of like, it really matters. This thing really matters. And it will be very difficult to, for me to feel supported if you say no. Yeah. That's not saying I can't feel supported. It just will be difficult. And it's explaining almost like laying out the stakes mm-hmm. in each situation. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that? No, that's good. I I think it is helpful in the level of ask for the, I guess, the recipient of the ask to kind of know, like you were laying out. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay if you can't help me with this. I will be disappointed, but it's okay. You know, that's a different ask from like, hey, I'm just asking yeah. you to do this thing and, you know, no big deal if you can't do it, no pressure. Or an ask that's like, I, I, I really don't know who else to ask. And I like, this is a more dire situation and I'm really coming to you like in this, I mean, it communicates a different level of like vulnerability and I I think it is helpful and that, you know, that's not to be a pressure thing on the person receiving the ask of like, Oh, I have to do this. But I do think it is helpful like context wise to know like the level of the ass. Definitely. I think you can also like contextualize it with time too. Of like, this is not urgent. Just let me know. Or yeah, I don't need an answer. Just show up if you are free or, you know, I need, I I know this is last minute. I need to know today. Yeah. Like communicating what the time frame is and how important the request is. Those are the two things that I, I try to do and I feel like they're helpful when other people do them for me. Yeah. And then two other things I thought of. Um, one, clear is kind. I mean, that's Brene Brown. Clear is kind. Mm-hmm. Just being really clear with yourself first of what you're asking and then being clear with them of what you're asking or what you need. And then maybe they can provide a way to help. So if you're like, yeah. hey, I am moving this weekend and I feel really overwhelmed and I need help. Yeah. They might say, OK, what do you need? What do you need You know, me to move things for you or whatever? But there might also be an opportunity for them to say, well, I can't be free on Saturday, but can I come and help you organize yeah. on Sunday after you're unpacking? Or, you know, like yeah. communicating what your need is and then letting people fill in those gaps yeah. in their strengths. Totally. And then the other thing is that um, just communicating that you value their help. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's <laughs> it's really meaningful. I know we've talked about the like connection part of it. It's really meaningful when someone says, like, I can do this without you, but I would rather not. Yeah. Or it's like, it would really mean a lot if yeah. you were there with me. Yeah, exactly. Um, and one, you know, it always makes me feel good when someone's like, I have other people to ask, but I wanted to ask you first. Yeah. Um, and that just really establishes that connection. Yeah. Yeah. Any other thoughts on what to do, how to move forward in asking for help as a recovering non-asker? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think another thing is, again, with the mindset that, I feel like we get conditioned to think of like, I'm imposing on people. It'll, it'll be too much if I ask them. 
try not to like assume things about mm-hmm. the people you're yeah. asking. That's good. And there's a lot of assumptions we make even subconsciously about people like, oh, well, she's got all of her stuff together. So I couldn't ask her or like he is like he is just getting stuff done all the time. Like he he can't be bothered with this. Like, let, let's remove the assumptions yeah. and try to believe the best about people. And especially if it's like people that you know or like they're in some community that you're involved with, try to believe the best about them. Yeah. You know, everyone's got different things. But when you ask, really try to like peel back those assumptions and just say like, you know, I want to believe the best about him in this situation when I ask him this thing. Yeah, those are great thoughts. Corey, thanks for co-hosting with me. Yeah. You're going to be back next week, right? I will be. I'm excited. We're going to talk about accepting feedback next week. Yes. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> awesome. Well, guys, it's not only okay to ask for help, it's actually a good thing. So it's really good. Pick one thing you can ask for help with this week. Just one thing. Yeah. And then figure out how to ask for it. It's very challenging. But you got this. <laughs> we believe in you. You can. And you we, can do it. And we will talk to you next time. Bye.